Okay, so you've been blowing off creating hardcover versions of your book because who wants to buy those anyways, right? The paperback or maybe the ebook version would be more popular. But if you're doing that, that's a huge mistake. You're going to want to stick around. This is Chris Baird from Self-Publishing, MadeEasyNow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So in today's video, we are going to discuss self-publishing hardcover, a total manual. So let's get right on into it with the introduction. The definition of self-publishing hardcover books. Now the key with this is the issue of what do we mean by hardcover books? Well, obviously it's going to be the hardcover, right? I mean, it's kind of obvious a little bit there, but independently producing it and not going through a traditional publisher and you have complete control over the book, but it also involves some additional things to consider. And the why you're doing it is a very important aspect of this idea when you're jumping into hardcover books. Okay. Now, advantages and benefits of self-publishing in hardcover format. There's a couple things. One is the enhanced perceived value of your book itself. The hardcover book makes the perception of quality and prestige. That's one of the reasons many books first come out in hardcover. They also make a lot more money when coming out in just the hardcover only. So it says, look, you want this book on your bookshelf and people usually are looking at hardcover books as a higher quality book. The other is the creative control that you can control exactly different aspects of the hardcover book depending upon which platform you're doing it, like Ingram Spark and stuff. It gives you that ability to control that. And then the expanded market opportunities. By having hardcover, in some ways, you'll find that it distributes in certain ways. Now, obviously, the paperback is going to have a wider distribution, but the hardcover also will give you some options that you might not have considered otherwise. Okay. Now, the overview of con the content structure. So the first thing is you're going to have the content organization. You're going to be putting together with your hardcover books. You're going to be putting together the content in a way that is easy to read. You're going to use a hierarchical layout, assuming we're dealing with the issue of a uh, of a nonfiction book. In a fiction book, well, you'll have just like your standard sort of a table of contents and things that you'd have on the layout. And then in terms of the visual and the textual representation inside of the book to make sure that the formatting that is done properly inside. But the beauty is the formatting doesn't have to be any different than it is for your paperback book. But when you're producing these, the thickness of the paper, depending upon what you have, like if you're doing comics and other things like that, you're going to want to compare exactly how that quality is going to come out when you order a sample copy of your book to see how exactly it looks. Okay. Now, understanding hardcover self-publishing. What is a hardcover book? Well, it's going to have a protective cover. Sometimes it'll even have like, um, it'll have like just the standard hardcover. That's one option. Or you can have a, a sleeve, a dust sleeve on the hardcover book. So that gives you the thing, the durability of the hardcover where it's going to last a lot longer. So that also gives that perceived value. Like this thing isn't going to be falling apart and the professional appearance. That's one of the big things that we find with the hardcover books where they're most associated with a professional or premium quality look and feel. And that's why a lot of people prefer this when they're coming out with a book that's something or somebody may want to read again or have it looking good on their bookshelf. That's a key issue. Then you have the appeal and the market demand for hardcover books. Again, with the prestige and collectability, a lot of people are not collecting paperback books. Gift worthy, people love to receive books that are hardcover. It just has this high quality thing. And then there's a niche market. There's people who really enjoy reading hardcover books and are not going to be reading your standard paperbacks. And so that's what they like. And so we like to have books available in the format that they like to read. And that is hardcover books. Okay. Now, key considerations for authors choosing hardcover self-publishing. The first is production cost. It's going to be a lot higher on the hardcover books, especially if you're using colored images and things inside of the book. So the cost is going to go up. We're going to our target audience. That's going to be the issue, which is some people really enjoy 
reading only hardcover books. And when they're going to make these orders, they look and see that there is that type of book available and place the order. And the other is the marketing strategy. And this is one I really want to hit on the concept of price anchoring where you have your ebook at a really low price then we have our paperback in the middle and the hardcover book at the top price so like your ebook might be four or your ebook's 299 paperback let's say 14.99 and then your hardcover book at 25.99 now the funny thing is your hardcover book's main reason of being there is to sell your paperback that's right you think I'm talking crazy nonsense, but I am not. Because the fact is, is you have your bottom range, which is the ebook. Most people really don't like reading ebooks. Now, I personally only read ebooks, but for most people, they don't do that. Okay. Then you have your high end, that's that $25.99 for, for that hardcover book, and then your paperback's right in the middle. And that makes it look like, well, that seems like the most reasonable price right in the middle. Now, in the granted, it's not like the quality goes up or down or what's reasonable or not reasonable or a value has absolutely nothing to do with price. The prices of the book. It has to do with the book itself. But the, pro the problem is for most of us, there's a cognitive bias when we see this price anchoring. There's a low price, there's a high price, and the one in the middle automatically seems very reasonable. So we have hardcover books from a marketing standpoint in order to sell more paperbacks. I know that's crazy, but that is exactly what occurs here. Okay, preparing your hardcover man manuscript. So the first thing is editing and proofreading your content to ensure quality. But what are we going to do? Well, we need quality assurance to make sure this thing is as high quality as possible. So you're going to be editing and proofreading. Now, granted, your interior file, this PDF file that you're using for your hardcover book, is the same one you use for your paperback. Okay, that's a little dirty secret that a lot of people are not aware of. You think of it as like, oh, it needs to be this some completely different format. No, 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 no. Exact same thing as your paperback. The other thing is you need clarity and flow inside of the content of the book. And you want to build credibility on the entire thing. Okay. The next thing you remember is for formatting guidelines for hardcover books. There's a couple things. One is the page layout to make sure the pages are looking crisp and positive. When you're doing that, you have type typography and fonts to make sure that those are all going to be popping off the pages, make it easy on people's eyes when they're reading it, and then chapter headings and elements. And there's a lot of things around the thing, both in terms of the spacing we have on the pages, where your page number, what's at the top of each page, the headers, the footers. All of this stuff comes together in order to present this book as a high quality book that people are going to want to own and keep on their bookshelf. And that's one of the key things when we have to consider when you're looking at hardcover books. Okay. Now, selecting the appropriate trim size and layout options. On the trim size, I'm telling you the best way to go is six by nine. Amazon itself tells you that's maximum distribution. Plus, once you produce that hardcover for book, you can use it on all of the platforms, assuming you're choosing six by nine. It goes through everything. There's no platform. It's like, oh, six by nine, we don't cover that one. Nope, they all take it. I believe they call it trade is the name of that. Okay. Layout options, and then you're going to have the layout options. You want single column or double column. I personally use a program called Juto. You can find my affiliate link below in the description. That's the program I use for doing my book formatting. I do not suggest outsourcing that. Do it yourself. So you can control exactly how this thing looks. I even have a course my book formatting made easy. You'll find that below also in the description. Then you have the aesthetic considerations in terms of the design, what the white space around it, the page numbering, header footer, like we were talking about. All of these things have to be considered. And that's one of the reasons why I have a template that I like to use that my clients use when it comes to using Juto to make sure that it looks great. Now, designing the hardcover book. The first thing is the importance of a compelling hardcover book cover design. And that means that you're going to want to make sure you attract attention with this 
cover design, okay? So it's like popping off the page. There is the genre and the content representation to make sure that that cover is matching the best sellers in your genre so that it fits in nice and easy. And brand identity, it's something that can be recognized that you yourself have done this whole entire thing, which is something you definitely need to do. Now, working with professional designers or, or do-it-yourself option. Now, expertise and creativity, below in the description you will find my my uh, my cover designer that I would recommend, uh, the one I also use through Fiverr. Uh, you'll find uh, her info below in my affiliate link for that. And that's the one. Using somebody who's professional can be fantastic and really help you out there. And then customization, where the designers, you're able to get in there and exactly say how you'd like it to be. That's one of the advantages of self-publishing. You don't have to tolerate or put up with all sorts of nonsense you have if you're not controlling anything. And then just saving time. I do not recommend you doing it yourself when it comes to the covers, all right? Incorporating key elements that represent your book's content. Now, there's a couple things to remember here. One is visual themes, using images and symbols and artwork and stuff in the cover that would give it, make it easy for, for people to, rec it, to, to see the content and understand what this book's about. The color, the palette, and the typography like we were talking about. These will also make it easy for people to see that. And then the back cover blurb. And I would suggest using ChatGPT in order to generate that. Um, I do this all the time with my group coaching clients, showing exactly how to use these tools to get the best out of the cover. And believe it or not, it's not just like write me a blurb. It's a lot more advanced than that. You can check out my offer from a group coaching below in the description for more information. The next thing is choosing printing and binding options, okay? You're gonna need an understanding printing methods for hardcover books. You have to understand we have offset printing, we have digital printing, we have binding techniques. Each of the different platforms uses a lot of different things in terms of when they're producing these books. Now, the offset printing, I would do the print on demand because the fact is, is that even if these other ones can give you a lot, you do not want a garage filled with 5,000 books. That is a terrible idea, my friend. It's a lot better to have a higher price on the book and they're just printing out as people make the orders, okay? Selecting the right paper type and quality for your book. This is gonna require a lot of back and forth. You're gonna place it, do the best that you can. Watch YouTube videos that discuss this exact subject. Like, for example, figuring out the right paper weight, the paper texture, acid-free or archival paper. There's lots of choices you're gonna to need to make when it comes to choosing the right paper for your book. And it is gonna have an impact on what exactly your the end your in, uh, reader is experiencing when it comes to your book, okay? Exploring different binding techniques and their impacts. So you have case binding. It's like a durable method commonly used for hardcover books where the book block is sewn and glued into a cloth or paper cover and enduring a very long-lasting strength and stability. So that's one thing you get there. Or smooth sewn binding. And this is involves stitching together the book's pages into small sections before binding them into the cover. Or library binding. It's an extremely sturdy binding technique often used by books in public libraries and schools, employing reinforced stitching and materials to withstand heavy use and long-term durability. So that means that they're really, really hanging together. But you can see there's an awful lot of options. This is one of the reasons why I like personally going YouTube and just so I can see what these different options look like. My clients in my group coaching, they're continually sharing and trying different techniques, ordering from Lulu, Ingram Spark, and Amazon, and comparing how these books look, especially in the hardback, and then seeing how that coloring goes as well, okay? Budgeting and cost considerations. Estimating the expenses of self-publishing a hardcover book. Well, the first thing on the production cost, assuming you're doing it right, it should cost you absolutely nothing. You've already put everything together. You just need to use the template for your main cover that you have in order to produce this thing. So that's the first thing I would just comment that the price doesn't have to be anything. Editing and proofreading, that would be the same for your ebook or your paperback. So you've already got that in place. And then distribution and marketing. You're gonna want maximum distribution. The reason we're going into the hardcover is to have all of the formats we possibly can have from your ebook, your paperback, your hardcover, audiobook, 
all of these things, and then making sure we're getting that max distribution as we're trying to market this thing, okay? Now, tips for cost saving without compromising on quality. The first thing is print on demand. That is the direction you should be going. There is no reason at all that you should have a garage filled with these books. Do it yourself editing. You can use things like Grammarly. You'll find my affiliate link below in the description for using Grammarly in order to get the most out of do-it-yourself editing. Let these tools do it for you if you don't have a budget to play to afford a regular uh, some uh, editors to go through your book. And then digital first approach. Prioritize the ebook formats and say online sales now. You should always have the ebook out because that will be necessary in order to get your audiobook produced, okay? And number two, it amplifies your ads. I don't want to give away too many secrets because I like to reserve that for my one on one clients and my group coaching clients. But let's just say the ebooks are also have one goal it is to help you sell more paperbacks. Now, I know that's crazy, but we'll talk about that in another video. Or if you want to join one of my programs, I'll talk to you on the other side of that as well, okay? Now, weighing the potential returns and investments in hardcover publishing. The first thing is the production costs. It's pricey, okay? It's going to be pricey, but people who love hardcover books, they're willing to pay. The second is the audience in the market, just making sure that there is, in fact, an audience. But I would do the hardcover anyways, even if there was zero audience. We're not even trying to make sales. We're just trying to sell those paperbacks. And then the author goals. What exactly are your goals? What are you hoping to achieve with your hardcover book? That's something you need to be honest with yourself and try to figure that out. But sometimes you don't really know until you got it on the market. So why not just get it on the market? Let's find out, okay? Then you can, you'll can you be in a better position to set goals. The next thing is self-publishing platforms for hardcover books. You have overview of popular platforms that support hardcover self-publishing, like IngramSpark, that one there. The coloring can be a challenge there, like with little stripes or the black's not completely black, as well as Amazon is. Or Lulu, which also gives some advantages, but not as good as Ingram Spark. And the quality sometimes in the colors like a black on black, Amazon still wins, but some of their productions, the books can be a little twisted and damaged in the mail. And I have seen on Ingram Spark, it would be a little bit slanted. Okay, and then Blurb, it's known for its quality photo books. It also supports hardcover self-publishing for a variety of genres, offering user-friendly book design and distribution options, okay? So those are some of the options you're gonna look at. The next thing is step-by-step -step guide to publishing your hardcover book on different platforms. Well, first of all, you have the platform selection. You choose the platform and then they take you through each of the steps. And usually my clients will just ask me, they'll take a screenshot and say, okay, how do I do this? And then I will just go straight through it with them in group coaching. And I literally will go click by click. I'll tell you exactly what you need to do to get through this entire process. Do I answer it this way or do I answer it this way on IngramSpark? Because there are a lot of questions you're gonna get can be very overwhelming if you don't have somebody to take you through that step, all right? Prepare your manuscript. Make sure that it meets the specifications. But I'm telling you, if you did six by nine, you're using Juto to do the whole thing, it's gonna be fine on all of these platforms. Nobody's gonna complain. And then publish and promote. It's not just about publishing the book, but also promoting it, learning about content marketing. That's one of the reasons I do have a content marketing made easy course that goes through the steps of building four pillar content marketing, which we then use to do our social media marketing. So these are just a couple things you're definitely going to need to keep in mind. Next, understanding distribution options for hardcover books. There's lots of options. You have traditional retail. You can have partnerships where they actually will take your book in bookstores. Online marketplaces, of course we want the book everywhere online, and then just doing direct sales with people. But I'm telling you, when you're getting started, direct sales is a crazy difficult way to go. Now, marketing and promoting hardcover books. Crafting a marketing plan to promote your hardcover book. The first thing is we have to do target audit, audit audience identification. This is a huge mistake that most authors make. We blow off this whole audience identification. We don't even know who we're writing for. We just guess that people will like it if it's quality. That is a major mistake, my friends. And the keywords you're using matter a lot. That's one of the reasons I use and I show my clients how to use 
Katie Spy. You'll find my affiliate link below in the description. If you have not picked up Katie Spy, that is one of those tools you're going to want to have in your toolkit for self-publishing. It's probably the most important tool I have, maybe only second to Juto. Those two are pretty close to each other in terms of importance of getting books out, building like an assembly line of getting books onto the market, okay? Then we can have multi-channel promotion where we're coming across multiple channels, not just one, social media and all of these things. And then the final is engaging content where we're just pulling people into the content that we have in order to show them that, hey, this is something you're gonna consider when you're getting and doing your book. Leveraging book launches and promotional events for maximum impact. You can do pre-launch buzz as you're coming out with the book. I'm telling you, if it's your first book, it's probably not gonna matter that much. Then you have your launch day strategy. This mostly matters once you have an email list because then you can wield that email list in order to bring a lot more sales. And then your post-launch sustainment. What do you do after you've got the launch done? Then you're following up with people to make sure that the, the buzz continues to go and you don't wanna just to die with that, okay? now. Utilizing online and offline marketing channels effectively. You've got on the online marketing side, we're going to be doing social media, we're going to be doing a blog, maybe YouTube, maybe a podcast. You're going to have all of these emails. Then you have the offline things. You're attending book fairs. You're going to be looking at local bookstore, book signings, and collaborating with local media in order to get your book out. And then just integration and consistency to ensure that the consistent that everything you're doing is consistent with your brand. And integrating online and offline offers. Uh, options using QR codes and other tricks like that, okay? And you want to measure the effectiveness to figure out where exactly using your money is going to give you the biggest return on investment. So engaging with your audience. The first thing is building a strong author platform for a hardcover book engagement. That means a lot of people who are going to be on your email list as we're building it out, your target readers, you want to be able to contact them directly. Email is the way to go on this one. And using email marketing is a fantastic one, which I teach my clients all the time in the group coaching or the one-on-one program. So, and then author branding. How are you building a brand around all of this? Okay. Then you have interacting with readers through book signings and events. And that's like this in-person thing where it's personal connection with your readers and your fans and building a, a fan loyalty base. Okay. So you're building this up and you're getting feedback from them in order to get the insights that you need to know what you should do on your next book. Right. Now, utilizing social media and online communities to connect with your audience. That means figuring out where your audience already is. Like if you haven't already, we talked about the fact that's so important to make sure you know exactly who your audience is, then coming out with exclusive content and then having online groups and forms that give you the ability to reach out to those people, right? So you have managing sales and distribution. There are just so many things to keep in mind here, right? Monitoring sales and performance and tracking book distribution. So we're gonna be looking at the sales reports so we know exactly what's selling distribution audits. Is it in fact getting through all of these distribution channels? Sometimes they flip the off switch and don't tell you. So you need to make sure the book is still on sale and all these different things. And then inventory management, making sure that you have proper inventory in place so that if people order the books, it doesn't say sold out. You need to make sure you have that. Now, dealing with inventory management, fulfillment logistics, inventory tracking. This is assuming you're going to do it yourself and fulfillment partners. I prefer just using Amazon and these people to do print on demand. Skip this whole part and shipping efficiency. That's up to them to take care of. You really don't want to be messing with this stuff. Now, exploring options for international distribution and selling rights. You have the first one, which is rights licensing. You, we can license the rights of this thing out in order for a period of time or for whatever the contract says in order to make money. And then you have your global retail partners, these companies all over the planet. They're looking to sell your books and cultural considerations, just making sure we're looking at the nuances of different cultures so that we don't think we can just throw this book in any market and it's going to sell. We don't know what's going to happen, so we have to do that. And then you have obtaining reviews and feedback. And this, the review part is usually the most difficult aspect of books. 
uh, is most difficult to get reviews. And so you're going to have strategies to encourage book reviews for your hardcover book, like having early review copies where you get them early so they would leave a review, engaging with the readers and review request campaigns. And there's a lot of these ones that are available that you can do, but it is definitely something you're going to need to consider because you're not going to organically get positive reviews. It just doesn't happen. You have handling feedback and using it to improve future things. You're going to read feedback assessment that people are coming in. It's an iterative improvement process, meaning you're going to get better as time goes on, but don't get discouraged. And then just reader engagement, seeing what's going on, asking the readers, are you happy with this? Did you enjoy the book? Was it helpful? These are the sorts of questions that I find very, very helpful when getting started with your books to make sure they're of as high of quality as possible. Then you have engaging with book bloggers and reviewers for more exposure. And that's, again, you know, research and outreach is a huge role. And advanced review copies are willing to give out in exchange for an honest review of our book. And then mutual promotion, promoting other people's books and they promote your book to their list. But notice list, you have to be able to actually have an email list in order to even do this, okay? Hardcover book as a premium product. And that's it. It's like a high-end product. Positioning your hardcover book as a premium offering. It's a quality production. There's limited editions, editions and strategic pricing to make sure that uh, you're going to definitely maximize what's coming from your book. Okay, Targeting specific niches and audiences for hardcover sales. We're not targeting everybody. There's going to be niche research to find out exactly who these people are interested in this type of book. And you're going to have audience segmentation where you're dividing this audience up into the specific groups where some are interested in different things and personalized messaging regardless of for the different people who are, uh, who are in fact uh, going to be coming in. We're not just sending it to the same people. The people who want a hardcover book are different than the people who want your ebook version of your book. It's a very important point, okay? The role of hardcover books in building brand authority and credibility. The first thing is a perceived value. Hardcover books are always perceived to having more value. And you have just professionalism. It comes off as looking a lot more professional and just physical presence. Hardcover books are tangible representation of your expertise, allowing you to establish a physical presence in in bookstores and libraries, solidifying your brand's authority over time. So that's something a hardcover book can definitely do. Now, considerations for limited editions and special releases. You're gonna to wanna to be exploring opportunities for limited edition hardcover releases. This is fantastic because it can have unique features, scarcity and fear of missing out, or even collector's appeal. These are all of the things you can get from playing this little game of special editions. Then you have creating collectors addiction additions and special packages that involves like premium materials or exclusive content or comprehensive packages where you get all sorts of goodies if you buy the hardcover book so this is one of the games you can play in order to try to maximize the sales in the hardcover books even though i told you already the hardcover books are really about selling paperbacks, okay? Now, using scarcity and exclusivity to drive sales and demand. What does that mean? We're going to have limited time offers. Look, you got to do it right now. Limited edition, so it's like a scarcity of the, the amount, and then exclusive access. This mostly works once you've already built up an author's platform and have an email list. It doesn't just magically happen for the most part for most people, okay? You have case studies and success stories highlighting successful self-published hardcover books and their authors. There's a couple. There's lots of success stories where people are able to do it, um, but usually, and then you have reader testimonies of these and author spotlights. There's all sorts of things that we can find. Usually though, it's it's after you've already got your other author's platform, that's when this stuff really comes into play. And then learning from real life examples of effective hardcover book campaigns. We're watching to see what works. We're gonna go through case studies and see what exactly is it that gets these things to sell. And then author interviews, and then going on to the industry trends so we know exactly what the case is, okay? so. It's just another one of those, uh, another one of those things. So, in conclusion, you can see hardcover books is something you're definitely going to want to consider if you're interested in 
self-publishing. There's no reason not to do it. It gives you that price anchoring. It gives you all sorts of the ability to, for people only buy hardcover books to see it. It gives you the professionalism of seeing lots of different formats available. So as you can see, there's a whole bunch of reasons why you should consider doing hardcover books. And also, if you want to discuss this in more detail, you can just check out below in the description and book a $7 power session with me, and we can talk through this exact uh, issue as we look exactly at this particular issue uh, in a uh, in a short uh, power session. Okay, hope that makes sense, and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.